Actually, I was trying to fix one of my uh, recordings, and I do uh, didn't do a very good job of it. It was covering a condition I have, which hasn't been diagnosed yet. And I was kind of born with it. It's called color blindness. I'm actually living in one of the best places in the world right now to reiterate Black History Month. This affliction I have is like a disease. I don't see your color until you present it to me. For example, uh, yesterday we had at uh, this location that I am unfortunate to be habitating a community yard cell. And this very, very thin-looking older Joan Rivers in appearance lady came up and, you know, I don't even remember why we were conversing. She didn't purchase anything. I guess she just stopped to throw insults, as is the nature of these very offensive people that we are forced to live with. Forced to live with. Keyword. They inhabitate the planet. There is no escaping them. Anyway, back to my point. She made some comment about uh, black people stealing shoes. You know, I have to say I was so dumbfounded by her stupidity and ignorance that I didn't have a retort for her. I just looked at her like, did you fall as a baby? Did your mother drop you on the ground? Or were you just... I mean, basically, were you, were you born that stupid? Or, you know, did something occur in your life to aggravate the situation? <laughs> Long story short, as she walked off, you know, and I, I think I made some type of rebuttal, which wasn't anywhere near what it should have been. You know how we wish we had said something to someone and just scampered away and got away with it? You know, racist remarks, offensive remarks, inappropriate remarks. You know, uh, as, as a mother, generally speaking, when those, how should I say, offensive directives were directed at my children, of course, I was always on guard. As a mature adult woman forced to live in this country, and not by choice, I might add, I have had to deal with the likeliness of her all my life. And it's become exhausting. You know, it's like living in a, in a, a cage with someone who is insane, basically. Anyway, long story short, so she scampered on back down. She actually did tell me where she lived, down the road to her house, and I was grateful for that. And as she walked away, I'm thinking, well, I tell you what, those people that you're talking about that are stealing your shoes, why don't you give them back their country? Or their children? Or give them back, you know, the lives of those that you killed 
Or how about, you know, what did you get for those shoes? An entire country built? Really? You're talking about shoes? And it hit me when she walked away, the problem with this word that I don't like to use, entitlement. You see, the ones that are the bad guys always feel they're better than. And I can't understand why. It leaves me dumbfounded. Educate yourself. Look into how your existence was created. Black History Month. That is a joke. Why would we want to go into the rapes, the lynchings, the thievery, the murders, being victimized, and allowing it every single year? Why? Whose marvelous idea was that? It's like a wound and pouring salt on it. And people like this woman, and I, I, I use that term loosely, I actually have another name for her, but since she appeared to be in the female gender, I will allow her that. Anyway, back to the story. Why, why are we celebrating Black History Month again? Why is she talking about shoes? Does she not realize she stole an entire country? <laughs> and everyone in it, too. Not a small task. Ship after ship after ship after... And oh, I almost said a bad word. Family after family after family. Children taken. Women raped. And why are you better? I just, it just like blows my mind away. I mean, can a person actually get any worse than you? Can they? Is there any type of offense to hum humanity that you have not done? And if so, where? You go all over the world with your poison. And what do you have to support you? The army, the navy, the marines, weapons? And then you get offended when someone else tries to defend their own country. Their own home. Their own family. You know, they have a stereotype. So she made this little stereotypic remark you know, about the shoes, which, of course, I didn't even know existed. I mean, I have to tell you, every day is an education as to the new insults that ignorant people can come up with. And as she walked away, you know, I, in the back of my mind was saying, did you ever learn the value of water, is what I was thinking. You know, because stereotypes go both ways, you know. There is that stereotype that they never bathe. And, of course, a lot of my friends I have from Britain, they don't. You know, and also they don't brush their teeth, which is, it's not just the lack of chloride in the water, 
that has rotted all their teeth, and so on and so forth. And we can go on and on and on about stereotypic racist remarks about everybody in the world, but I do suffer from colorblindness. So it's hard for me to backtrack and be as ignorant and uneducated as this lady and these people. Very difficult. I have to make a mental and physical effort. I mean, right now where I'm living, it's like a little high school. They go running around their little cliques, their little gangs, and they do their little stuff. And I, I sit back and I watch them and I'm like, wow, you didn't grow up. You just grew older. And you're just as stupid and immature as you were as a child. And what happens when you try to distance yourself from them? And then they feel like, oh, who are you? What's going on? Why are we not the center focal point of your world? Because you have nothing to do with my world. You know, in Black History Month, there's something very funny. One of those stereotypes is the single family in the black community, the family without a father. Well, let's go back and then. I want to cover that because I actually saw something the other day which brought it to mind. Well, here you have an entire family nucleus, an entire world that you went, raped, pillaged, transported, murdered, so on and so forth. And then when they get here, the men were taken from the family to work fields. The women were taken into the house to breed Breed like animals, like dogs, like the slaves that they were. To care for the children that some actually could actually reproduce themselves. So with that being said, you know, this stereotype about, you know, black families not having a father and so forth. Well, I don't know. You think after hanging them on the trees and playing with their genitals and killing them that that didn't have a lasting effect on the family nucleus? And do you actually, the perpetrator, I might add, have the audacity to point it out? <laughs> it's like a rapist, you know, saying, oh, well, you're pregnant now. I'm so proud of that. And, you know, what is wrong with their mind? Really, I wonder sometimes. So let's go back into the genetic DNA and the transference of the albino gene. Okay, let's go back to the evolution of man. Okay. Geographic evolutionary process. Black-skinned, dark people, one area. And then after centuries and centuries and centuries of living in that area where there is no sun, that genetic defect, which we call albinism, albinism, I'm sorry, prospered, it flourished, it reproduced. Hmm. Today we call them white. Entire region where there is no sun. Melanin was lost. It adapted thousands and thousands and thousands of years. Now, if you're religious, there is actually a uh, scripture or story, and I don't know if you're familiar with it, where 
uh, they were building a tower to try to reach God, and God punished them and made them speak in different languages. So they couldn't understand each other. And the reason he didn't want to, them to understand each other is because without communication, they couldn't continue to do what they were doing. Okay? Now, a lot of these biblical stories and a lot of uh, this information in our, how should I say, mythology, human mythology, are true. It can be traced back. First human being, Africa. Very hot climate, warm temperatures, people with melanin in their skin. Black people. Okay? Scientifically speaking, the black woman or people are able to carry every variation of mankind. Everyone. Blue eyes, green eyes, purple eyes, blonde hair, light skin, white skin, dark skin, you name it. They're able to reproduce it all. Okay? I mean, that's a scientific fact. You know, it's an opinion. Like this ignorant woman talking about shoes. I'm sorry, I'm still in a state of shock. Well, first of all, because she'd have the audacity, thinking, of course, that she was judging that I was black to say something to me like that to begin with. That just shows their uh, entitlement, their ignorance, their belligerence, and just blatant stupidity. If you talk telling somebody that their race still shoes, what does she think she's the outcome of telling me that would be face to face? And anyway, we'll go back to that. But you know, that entitled feeling always makes them feel safe. You see, that's why they love this country because they feel safe. They feel safe. Because they're too busy killing and murdering everybody else. Okay? So I'm going to go back to the uh, DNA and the point of it. The point is really quite simple. After the deviation into the quote-unquote now specific how should I say branch of human existence, which is lacking in melanin. They also geographically relocated to areas because their skin could no longer tolerate the sun. And of course, they went with these languages, right? So millennial after millennial, they lived in this area where there was no sun, their skin could not tolerate the sun. And it just, of course, continued to reproduce in that area. We now have a name for them, and I think you know what that is. It's not ignorant, stupid, and entitled. But this is actually, it is actually a quote-unquote race. So long story short, my point is this. In Black History Month, here in America, America, America. <laughs> Here in America, they seem to be in the opinion that they are doing people that still have melanin in their skin, black people, a favor. <laughs> I'm sorry, I can barely speak. They're doing us a 
favor. <laughs> you know, with the stereotypes, with the murders, the rapes, so on and so forth, entire countries, they're doing us a favor by allowing us to celebrate something in our name as though we didn't have a country that you took us from. As though we didn't have a culture, all of Africa, Egypt, and so on and so forth, that you destroyed, pillaged. And you know the reason they went over there. It wasn't just because we were strong and smart and so on and so forth. They went over there because the entire country was covered with natural resources, diamonds and gold, which was of monetary value to them too. Actually, after they raped the land, then they brought us over here and raped us. So what are we celebrating? The fact that we still exist? Despite our oppression? What are we celebrating? That we have allowed them for 300 years to persecute us, kill us, murder us, rape us, frame us, imprison us? And why in God's name is she talking to me about shoes? actually funny oh my god i just saw on the news that two young men were lynched 2023 lynched you know i never did understand what type of sick deviant mind even came up with a function like that but you gotta be pretty pretty touched in the head okay and i don't know if you're familiar with the process uh, originally uh, i did look it up the, originally it's supposed to have originated of course in in some European something something and of course with those same people that were already genetically changed and altered but back to the point you know basically they take a man's pants down expose his male organs follow me with this hanging from a tree with his organs in their face I mean come on come on I mean I'm sorry and then uh, the original method was that they would smother hot tar on his male organ and i'm thinking no wonder you didn't catch jeffrey dahmer <laughs> you're just as sick as he is yeah i mean how do you come up with something like that what type of sick mind thinks like that and you're better than what you see so this black history month I want to ask you, as a person of color, what are you celebrating? That you survived? That your persecutors, that which are clearly insane, didn't get you? That your children made it out alive? I mean, father in the house or not? Is that supposed to be an accomplishment? Generation after generation, they destroyed the black families, took their children, took their men, raped their women. And what are we celebrating? What are we celebrating? That we made it out alive with our insane, sexually, mentally deviant oppressors? 
that think they're better than everybody in the world? It just makes me want to cry. It does. I have to tell you, sometimes when I look around, I just want to sit down and cry because that's how sad it is. The right to live isn't something to be dealt out by any other living human being. Every single individual in this world of the 8 billion plus is born with that. It's not a privilege. It's not to be controlled. It's not up to anyone's opinion. You are born, you have the right to live unscathed, unpersecuted, free, and able to pursue life as long as you're not hurting anyone else. And you know, the funny thing is these very people that think they're better than everyone in the world are the ones that have victimized everyone in the world. So this Black History Month, I want you to take this to your table and sit down with your family. I want you to educate your children about the truth of the origin of man. I want to make sure that they understand that these people that they are emulating, that it's supposed to be a privilege to be around, in their mind are the world's greatest villains of all time. All time. Everywhere. In, on every continent. They even fight amongst themselves. So, in this Black History Month, I, w I want you to understand there actually isn't anything to celebrate. What we have, we were born with. Any type of freedom, freedom it shouldn't or never needed to be earned. It never needed to be given. It was our birthright. You don't say thank you for something that was already yours. Anyway, I look forward to speaking to you again.